This is your life, God's truth, your QFM. It's Phil. I've got Gus on the line with me, of course, Pastor Gus from War Road Community Church. And how are you, sir? I'm doing okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Tough times up here in War Road. Well, and we want to talk about that. We had caught wind of it a little bit at QFM that there had been a suicide in War Road. And I reached out to you, or we were talking this morning, and it turns out there's been more than one. So, uh, I know you can't give any major details, but what can you briefly tell us about uh, people taking their life here just this week in, in War Road? Yeah, two young men um, in three days mm-hmm. took their lives, and not related to each other. As far as yeah. we know, they didn't even know each didn't other. Didn't even know each other, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, suicide is a real deal. It is a rampant thing in our community and even you know beyond war road i mean it's very you'll be very hard pressed to find somebody that hasn't known somebody that has taken their own life and it's everything from mental health to spiritual issues uh i even believe it's nutritional uh at some point i mean and lack of relationships lack of you know church relationships and medication. I mean, I think it's crazy that some medications, one of the side effects to help their, you know, depression and anxiety, one of the side effects of that medication is suicide. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, you know, like clearly medication helps people all the time. You know, like (laughs) it is a big ball of wax that is very nefarious and, uh, is very layered. Yeah. The enemy of our soul, that's kind of uh, one of his ultimate goals, is to have us lose our life. And so, uh, you know, that's that's a part of it as well, no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's probably important to know or to tell people that, you know, the devil and his minions, that he can't read your mind, but he can throw thoughts into it. You know, the Bible speaks of fiery darts from the evil one, and fiery darts from the evil one are things like, maybe the world would be better off without you. Yeah. And that is a manipulative lie being perpetrated upon mankind that manifests that because they think about it so frequently and so much, and they just want the pain to stop. And I think a lot of us can understand that. Um, But at the same time, the Scripture does say, you know, whatever is good, whatever is noble, whatever is righteous, you know, think about those things. Mm -hmm. And there is a spiritual discipline of taking captive every thought that comes into your brain, and you bring it underneath the authority of Christ. So when we have a thought that says maybe this world will be better off without us, we know that if we think about that and don't bring that thought under the captivity of the Word of God, it's going ha- it's gonna to manifest ultimately, or it could. So we rebuke it in Jesus' name, and we replace it with a thought that says, I'm created for a purpose to bring glory to God. Um, absolutely. And, you know, it's changed a lot, the reaction to suicide, I think even in the last 20 years, as far as how to handle it. And used to say, well, if somebody's having suicidal thoughts, well, you shouldn't talk about suicide. That'll just 
add to it, but you know, that's changed to where, no, they need to talk. You know, you need to connect with somebody and hopefully somebody that will have some spiritual depth as well. But honestly, just to uh, reach out, to be kind, to try to, you know, uh, let someone know that what you just said, that they have a purpose, you know, and try to fight against this. But it is a battle. It's a battle. You're not going to win Every battle, uh, there were times we years ago, I remember, if anyone who committed suicide was like, well, they're, gonna, they're not going to heaven then. And I think there's been a, a needed change in that as well, Gus. So it's, it's been changing, but it's still a, a prevalent problem and probably worse today, and partly because of isolation and social media, all those things. It's a difficult thing, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Let me just talk about, you know, people that kill themselves going to hell. Um, You know, killing yourself is murder. It clearly is a sin, but there's only one sin that sends people to hell, and that is not repenting and believing in Jesus, to which somebody might then say, well, you can't be a believer in Jesus and kill yourself. And I would say, yes, you absolutely can. Now, no one would endorse that, you know, line of you know, action, but I can see a scenario where somebody who loves Jesus, you know, gets bad news, doesn't take thoughts under captivity, and ultimately decides that this world is better off without them. Uh, And it doesn't mean that they just go straight to hell. It, It just might mean, I'm not saying for sure, but it might mean that, you know, they made a mistake and they sinned, but that sin doesn't Keep them out of heaven. Yeah. And it and we can debate this till the cows come home. Bottom line is the scripture isn't super clear uh, on the issue. But to chastise people's loved ones and to not offer them any hope because somebody that they love killed themselves by saying that they are for sure in hell, the Bible doesn't teach that either. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you 100%. I really am. And, you know, unfortunately, I have known some very, very good and godly people, even in leadership positions in the church, that have taken their life. And it's, you know, mental illness. It's just finding themselves in a very dark place and deep valley, and they couldn't get out of it. And it had that awful result. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I don't believe that that disqualifies them. And God is... Uh, God of grace. We we don't know the uh, fate, really, of, of anyone uh, <laughs> to a certain extent, just because only God knows, you know? So, amen. He does. He does. You, were you in the school uh, as a pastor in the community? Did you get invited to yeah. come in and visit and so forth? Yeah, unfortunately, this is not our first rodeo with a member of our district, um, yeah. you know, having this happen. And so... I've been in the school a few times uh, the morning of, you know, the news getting out that one of our students has done this. And it's, I mean, it's incredible. It's, it's heart-wrenching. You, got, you see kids crying all over the place, even teachers crying, like especially some of the mental health professionals, you know, at our school who's, you know, they, they take it real personal, mm-hmm. you know, because they're supposed to help these kids. But... You can't help everybody. You try to. Um, But yeah, the ministerial was there yesterday morning and talking and texting and doing whatever we can to support 
people who are now dealing with things that they could have said, things that they should have said, and that kind of guilt and remorse. Well, and you got to be careful there, too, that the guilt doesn't get too heavy. But every time it happens, it is a good reminder that we just have to do what we can to reach out with the love of Christ, even to those who are hard to reach out to, and to be kind and to smile and do what we can, you know, to brighten someone's day. This other, uh, uh, you know, fellow who actually had a family that uh, killed himself up in War Road. He worked at a, you know, one of your big manufacturers up there, and you know they're trying to do what they can. You were telling me to help out people, but you know you, you've got hundreds and hundreds of employees, and you don't want to get too invasive. But they are trying to take steps, aren't they? To, they are. They've, yeah. it, they've done an amazing thing. They've instituted this care partner program where they have, uh, you know, local people whom are vetted and respected to walk the plant, the window manufacturing mm-hmm. plant, to just say, hey, how are you? How's life? How's, how's your marriage? I'm here to talk with you if you are interested in talking. And all of this is provided free of charge. Um, you know, to their employees. Um, and so, you know, we as a community are doing our level best to try to minimize this terrible scourge upon humanity, especially in our community. Uh, but sometimes our best isn't good enough. Yeah. Well, it is a battle, and it is a spiritual battle as well. And so it's just a good reminder. We wanted to spend a few minutes on it that. None of us are immune to it. Uh, and like you said, most families have experienced or know of someone. And so um, be on guard and be in prayer. If you think you know of someone who could be tending that way or trending that way, do what you can to help. You know, And if you don't feel you're qualified to do it, well, then find someone who is. You know? Yeah, but the truth is we are all qualified hmm. to be nice. Right? Why, we amen. are all qualified yeah. to do some thoughtful thing for somebody that we think, you know, and you don't have to say that. You don't have to say anything like, man, it seems like you're really down. You know, I I bought you this, you know, gift certificate to the Dairy Queen because I didn't want you to kill yourself. Oh, my goodness, don't say that. Yeah, yeah. Just buy the guy, you know, a a gift certificate to the Dairy Queen and say, just, hey, I was just thinking about you. Here you go. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. Amen. Yeah, I care about you. Have a have a great day. I love that. Yeah. All right. Well, there there is so much trouble in our world. There always has been. There always will be until Jesus comes back. And so our duty, our job is to be as a part of the church to make a difference wherever we can. And so we just want to encourage you to do that. Before we go, guys, I there's this crazy story. And uh, you know, again, we talk about trouble in our world. I don't know if you saw this, but you know where Cleveland is. It's in Ohio. And hey, I, I, I went to high school in Cleveland, yeah. You did? Oh, I did, in a suburb of Cleveland, Strongsville High School. Did it's you like see the... this? So far in 2023, in the city of Cleveland, there is over 1,000 kids missing. 1,000 minors reported missing, and in September, 50 kids uh, have gone missing. They have no clue where they are. Yeah. It, wow. For I didn't 
you know, you hear about it. You know, there's a few here and there, even around Bemidji. But in one city, a thousand kids, they don't know where they are. Like runaway kids or abducted kids? It's probably both. You know, this whole issue of human trafficking is real. And uh, that's clearly a part of it as well. Most of these kids, they showed a bunch of photos, looked to be minority uh, kids, I suppose. But, uh, wow, you know, God help us. We uh, really do live in crazy times. Think of all the families and the the moms and dads are like just completely distraught over it. But, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Just kind of. I never expected to see a headline no, like that. No, I, I have not heard of that story yeah. at all. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I just. I'm looking at it again right now. It was on Fox News, Cleveland, Ohio. One thousand kids missing so far this year. You know, it's just unbelievable. We support a missionary that goes to Las Vegas a couple times every year and finds dozens of yeah. missing children. Hmm. Um, yeah. So I mean, we are. We're yeah. doing our part to do what we can, you know, but it is a it is a big problem. Yeah. But that is seems like even bigger than I yeah. originally thought. Well, we don't want to leave you completely depressed here today, but just because we don't need to be. You know, God isn't surprised by any of this. There is trouble in the world. But again, we are called to do what we can, Gus, to make a difference. That's, that's what we can do. And, and as we draw near to him, he will give us the power to do it by the Holy Spirit. Amen. There's going to be such a stark contrast between those that are shining bright for Jesus in a humble and loving way and those that are going to see that light and say, I want that. Whatever that guy has, I want that. And the only way we can continue to shine bright is to stay close with the Lord. We Amen. we repent of sin when we get convicted of sin. We stay involved in a local church, and you know we submit to local leadership and learn from them, but also uh, help them. Uh, you know, so there's just there's just a myriad of ways that the Bible tells us where we can be a light in the darkness. Uh, but unfortunately, it's not that the darker. Darkness is getting darker. It's just that there's less and less light. But there doesn't have to be less light with your life. Amen. We can shine bright. Stay plugged into the power source. That's what we have to do. Well, Gus, thank you and uh, bless you. I know it'll probably be a little tender day at church coming up on Sunday with what's Mm -hmm. happened up in War Road again. And and we, uh, you know, our heart goes out to you guys up there and Uh, Thank you. Thanks for always uh, hopping on with me. We'll catch you next week. Sounds good, brother. All right. This is your life, God's truth, your QFM.